A very warm welcome if you've just tuned into our podcast. We are so grateful that we have got this right today. We've got Evie and we've got John with us on the podcast just because we can't be at the Hellenic Radio studio. Of course, COVID-19 times have changed the way we do business, the way we do everything actually from e-learning to the way we have our parties. And so the Mahi Filotimo project is also one of those things that's been affected, but not stopped. So here we are online and with John and Evie. Let's welcome them warmly. Evie, how are you today? Fine, thanks. And you, Yula, thank you for having us on your podcast this morning. It's so great. <laughs> we, miss, we all miss each other. It's so lovely seeing each other in the studio. And that's definitely not the same, but at least we can hear your lovely voice, Evie. John, how are you today? Morning, Eula. I hope my voice is as lovely as Evie's is this morning on this cold, cold <laughs> Johannesburg Tuesday. Of course it is. Of course it is. Evie Mikalopoulos and John Komlinos with us. John, how have you been? I'm fine, Eula. It's so nice to chat to you again. It's been a while since the last time we were in the studio. Oh, uh, sitting, si sitting at home, it's not as professional as being with you guys and getting coffee served and, you know, the the Philotimon <laughs> hospitality that you guys always give us, but it's great to chat to you and uh, it's really nice to be in a position to talk again. It really is. We are amazed by how much we can accomplish from our homes with technology these days, so at least we can still do that. But who's going to put us in the picture? What have you guys been up to in the last, I think it's been more than two months that we've had our show. So uh, we'd like to see what the Mahi Philotimo project has been doing and how you guys have all been. Thanks, Yula. Yeah, I think it's probably been about um, just over two months that we last had our session with Professor Herbs from Cancer. Um, and, you know, as you said, COVID has put a little bit of restrictions onto, onto the project and how we get our get-togethers going. So we haven't really been able to um, have a gathering with our partners like we normally do, but we mm -hmm. have been keeping in touch with everybody via WhatsApp. We're proud to announce that we're on just over 111 partners at the moment um, on the project, which is absolutely amazing. We've got so, so many amazing people that have joined and keep joining the project as we go day by day, which is awesome. That really and is awesome. I'm also on that WhatsApp group, so I see it. And it's so exciting because even though we're going through very difficult times and unprecedented times, people yeah. are still stepping up to the plate. They're still coming together. They're still putting their names down to try and assist those that need the help. And so it's actually such an encouraging message when I do receive those WhatsApp messages from the Mahifilotimo project that we've got a new partner. It's really something that, you know, it touches people. Here we are. We can join forces even in difficult times. So well done for, for giving them that opportunity. Thank you, Yola. And also what we've done is to try and um, uh, at least make contact with our partners and keep on educating and, and keeping up with the cancer and, and treatments and symptoms and all of that. We're doing it via Zoom now, which normally takes place every Wednesday around about three o'clock in the afternoon. We have a different topic that we talk about. So tomorrow we're talking about mental wellness and nutrition. And, um, of course, with all our partner institutions that have joined, each one of them every week will be giving us a topic. Um, and we invite anybody and everybody. It's an open invite for people that want to just join in to listen or people that actually are interested in the topic and have questions. And um, hopefully, you know, as the weeks go by and we're able to, to talk about different things, we can still help people out there that are battling. Mm. And So, um, so basically, I you've got your experts on every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And yes. the uh, Zoom meeting is advertised so that anybody can join. 
that's it. So we, wow. we, we, we want to still create that awareness. We don't want to lose um, traction with, um, with our partners and our institutions and spreading the awareness that we're trying to create. So um, John under Ideas Manford was a good initiative to mm. create this Zoom session. And it's been fun. You know, we had our first one last week where um, we had um, Elenia K Nutrition. And she spoke a bit about food and cancer and how it affects us. Okay. And um, it was quite interesting. You know, we had about 15, 12, 15 people join. And, you know, from that experience, we thought, you know what, we can't get together in mm. person at this time. But at least now we can still interact with people and, and still, you know, spread that awareness and, and, and keep yes. us together somehow. And, you know? and in fact, I think that you're going to be able to reach more people in the long run. Once people start to, you know, realize what you're doing every Wednesday, they can yeah. easily tune into the Zoom meeting, whereas maybe they couldn't before. So I think That's it's it. taught us a lot about how we can reach people. And if you carry on doing this initiative every Wednesday, before you know it, people will say, please continue because we don't want you to stop. So I think that's, that's fantastic. It, that's it. <laughs> this Wednesday, who are you having on? So this Wednesday, we, we're having um, Elenia Kolokotronis again from Elenia K Nutritions. And uh, she's going to do mental wellness because I think it's important, you know, I think the biggest factor we've experienced, and, and even through the referrals that have come through the project and a couple of partners that are on the project, you know, the last month and a half has been quite an emotional turmoil for a lot of people mm. because you're having to adjust to, to, your, to the freedom that you have before being taken away. Mm. Um, and I think that was probably the most biggest and obvious concern and issue in everybody's day-to-day -day living. So um, last week and this week, we're kind of focusing on how to deal with that. Um, but then going forward, you know, things are getting better. But, you know, we're going on to level three soon. So we're going to have a bit more freedom in terms of getting right. back to work. Um, so now we, we focus on that for this week. And then next week we focus on, on more relevant um, topics concerning cancer itself and treatments and people that have been diagnosed and have survived. Mm. So all of those people will come and do these talks um, on the Zoom sessions as well. Okay. So I do want to go to the people that have had cancer and they were already having a very difficult time with their diagnosis, yeah. with their treatment. How has COVID-19 affected those people? Have they been coming to you? Have you seen a difference in the way that they treated or the way that they are being able to continue with their treatments? What has been going on for people that were already in a very difficult space? You know, Yula, it was extremely difficult um, for these amazing people to have to deal with the illness firstly and then still having to go for operations during COVID, during the lockdown level five, mm. um, still having the fear of what happens if they get infected because their immune system is so weak. Um, others were having to still go for treatments, radiation and chemo. So it was a, an extremely challenging time for these individuals and they are superheroes because not only did they overcome that, but they've managed to mm. get through a lot of their, um, their, their sessions. Um, but it has been difficult, you know, because it is a very um, sensitive topic. You know, the, the, the nurses at the, at the cancer homes, um, you know, are, are so uh, careful not to get infected because of all their patients having a, a low immune system. Mm. Um, we were lucky enough, uh, I think it was about last month, uh, in April sometime, one of our amazing partners, Claudia, right? Um, she donated a thousand uh, masks to the Cancer Association of South Africa to take to their homes. 
so mm -hmm. that the, the patients that are still um, having to go for treatment every day had enough um, PPE equipment to protect themselves while they were going to and from hospital. Okay. So, you know, that was amazing because we try and help as much as we can. We, um, Claudia was um, uh, amazing enough to donate them the masks. She, had, she donated some hand sanitizers. And we're always in contact with, with our institutions to, to find out what they need um, and obviously what we can help with as we go on day to day. But okay. it's a challenge for those that do have to still go through treatment. It is, it is quite an intense and a stressful um, time for them. <clears throat> but but, as but always, they were able to still go. From what yeah. we're hearing from uh, doctors and everyone in the media, they're still able to go and get their treatments. What did change? Did they have to go on their own? I imagine that their families couldn't go with them in the hospital. Yeah, so what, so what happened was a lot of the time, um, you know, when you go for your, your session for chemo or your treatments, whatever treatments you've been um, going through, a lot of the time you go with a family member. Um, this changed because obviously now you had to go in on your own. So mm. that, that, that bit of moral support for these patients was, was taken away. And obviously there were challenges and difficulties with a lot of people that weren't able to go and get their, their treatment because of transports, because of um, not having enough PPE equipment, um, you know, to protect themselves to get there. So um, before, when you go for treatment, you know, you get moral support and you can have a family member come with you and, and you know, the treatment does take quite a while. It's not like a five-minute process. Um, whereas now with the, with the restrictions, they weren't able to let um, more than the patient go into the facility. So the moral support lacked a little bit, but we also, we also heard that um, some patients weren't able to get to hospitals and weren't able to travel because, you know, a lot of patients travel from um, other, other areas. Right. And obviously with the lockdown, they weren't able to move from one. I mean, even from other provinces. Yeah, some of them do, you know, they come from wow. other provinces, but because of the lockdown, they weren't able to come through. So some people weren't able to get, you know, their treatment scheduled as, as they had to before. Um, oh, so wow. there, was, there were challenges. There were a lot of challenges, but um, I think most people, you know, managed, but it was very difficult. Sure. So I imagine that would be very difficult for people psychologically. Has your team been assisting people like that? You know, we did, we did have a couple of referrals that came through the project and, um, needed some guidance in terms of, you know, if if they don't get their treatment, um, what's going to happen. Um, we've been in contact with cancer a lot, and they always keep us informed in terms of, of what challenges they're facing. And a lot of the times when it does come to something like this, we do refer mm -hmm. them to cancer because they are specialized in that field in order to give them that, that advice, you know. Yes. Um, they have these homes these care center homes that uh, are specifically designed for that, you know, so that if you have to travel or go to uh, um, treatment for a longer period of one day, you can actually stay at these homes and they mm. will transport you back and forth. So there is help out there. It's just, as we said, creating the awareness to, to let people know that if they are challenged in that, in that sphere, that yes. they have somewhere to go, you know. Well, you guys are always at the forefront of that, creating awareness, helping people, and that really is amazing. Let me go to John and ask how he's experienced this time. I know he's all full of ideas, as he's called, the ideas man, and um, maybe helping people in other ways as well. John, how has this time been for you? So, Eula, thanks again for the opportunity. It's been, it's been quite an interesting time in my life. It's, it's really been about the, the mental approach to being under lockdown and having a positive outlook. 
and through the various channels that we've that we were, were lucky enough to have developed prior to COVID even um, reaching us, we had already started, mm. as you as you're aware, the Ideas Man uh, project, which was um, a, a very interesting part of part of, of of my growth as well, because we are we are able to formally be in a position where we can help and educate people in different aspects of their life. And at the same time, whilst we were doing Mahi Filotimo project, Ideas Man uh, and, and, and Mahi almost had a synergy and we were um, blessed to create the Filotimo Business Club, which we run as an aside to the Mahi Filotimo Cancer Project. And what we've done is um, created a business hub to allow particularly those individuals that have joined us on the cancer to become part of the business club as a referral source and we mm. as ideas man we receive no funding we get not we don't get paid for anything at all it's purely to try and facilitate a commercial platform for those partners that join us on the cancer project so the idea of having these zoom sessions was something that evie and i had started with ideas man and over the past nice. month and a half as COVID hit us we were having these weekly or bi-weekly sessions where we were talking about topics that we felt were relevant and interesting. And, um, you know, to, to people that are that are sitting at home, sole practitioners, mm. um, solopreneurs, as they're calling them these days, people that are <laughs> that are yeah, creating creating their own their own businesses out of out of nothing really, out of necessity. And we started these Zoom sessions and they started to grow uh, quite exponentially. And we were limit we were limiting them. So we had a, a nice group of people of about 10. And the topics ranged mm. from how to grow your business. Um, how to treat your customers and the psychological impact of being under COVID-19. So Dr. Pretorius, who's also one of our partners, Gertie Pretorius, came on and we had a very interesting Zoom session. And then let's start a Zoom session for the Cancer Project as well. So Yula, in a nutshell, I think those people that have had a positive attitude, those people that had prior to um, COVID hitting us, had a positive outlook on the manner in which they were going to conduct themselves in a difficult economic environment anyway. And those people that have not just sat back and watched Netflix all day, which has been something that I'm <laughs> sure a lot of us have done, um, are, are, going to, are going to come through this in a very positive light. Yeah. I think. I must say I agree with that. I, I think it's been so interesting. The people that have been in service and giving back, those are the people that have really expanded during this COVID-19 time. Uh, and you've been ahead of the curve, exactly like you say, because you've already set that up. You were already in service, trying to help other people that needed help. And now, look, the time came that that's exactly what people needed. So you're so right. And I think going forward, and perhaps you as the ideas man could maybe say if I'm right or wrong, is that people do need to be looking at ways to serve. If they want to do well in their businesses even, they need to be in service. Well, isn't that the key to life? I think we all we all have to look in, in inside ourselves and realize that it's not about how much money we have, the, the, the clothes that we wear or the homes that we're living. Because, you know, as they say, mm. you, you come in with nothing and you leave with nothing. It's about the legacy yeah. that you're going to leave to to the next generation. And I've learned that and mm. I've learned that in my life and in my career, that at the end of the day, if you can help somebody else, then you've done something, you've done something right. And it's really about yeah. understanding what everybody needs. So when we created the platform to allow people the opportunity to advertise their services, um, for example, I would ask, ask you, Yula, if you wanted to come on board and you would be able mm. to advertise the radio station, we'd give you a 40-minute opportunity to reach 55, I think we've got 55 or 56 people now through the business club, um, 56 okay. businesses. Um, but what, I've, what we've seen is that people are afraid. 
people are scared mm-hmm. they are they don't have confidence they 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 to be on on camera to come to whether it's on zoom on on camera or just on microphone so there is a little bit of resistance and and particularly because a lot of the generation that we are speaking to right now are not tech savvy they they don't mm-hmm. you know they they don't even know how to use whatsapp and and I mean I, I, that's a generalization, and I don't mean to be offensive to anybody. I'm just saying that people need to, yes. need to people need to realize that there are so many other opportunities to get customers. Yes, it's by word of mouth. Yes, it's by providing a great service. But at the end of the day, you've also got to be with it, and you've got to be at the forefront of technology as well. So through the platform, we are saying to people: right. if you need to learn how to have your own YouTube channel, we can put mm. you in touch with somebody that can help you do that. If you have, uh, if you're not satisfied with the quality of your branding or whatever the case may be with regards to your business product that you're delivering, we have people on the group that can assist you. So it's not only about the psychological impact of COVID and how it affects you as an ill person, but it's also about realizing that now is the opportunity for you to, as everybody's using the term, reset your life, mm-hmm. your personal life and your business life. But you've got to want to get out of that shell. And you've got to, you've got to, right. you've got to step outside. If you've only... If you've been sitting inside your house for 60 days or 70 days, wherever we are with lockdown at the moment, everybody's going to be afraid to get in their car and go to the shops. And that's mm. exactly where we are with your business life. You know, and it's, it's wonderful what you're saying because it's giving people a little bit of info about how they can improve their businesses. And we're all operating from iCloud offices now. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got to start to yeah. learn to use technology and start to get on board with that because we've seen even in e-learning, and I speak of us as parents, for me as a parent, uh, how great it's been for the children. They've learned so much. They've learned how to upload. They've learned how to print. They've learned how to type. So our generation is moving and this new generation is definitely going to be dependent on that. So good advice there from the ideas man and uh, John. I also want to go into something else that you touched about fear. People being scared to get onto cameras or go into Zoom or get into their cars and go to the supermarket. And for me, it's brought up all the stuff that people have had to deal with when they've had cancer. Fear of mortality, fear of what will be tomorrow. And COVID-19 has brought that for all of us, hasn't it? We've all yeah. been uh, kind of brought face to face with what if we get COVID-19 and what if we react badly to it? Yeah. Um, Evie, what would you say to people about fear? And you've dealt with so many people with cancer and so much in your own life with cancer, with your mom. What do you think about this whole fear notion? Yula, I think, you know, fear is, it's fear of the unknown. And if you don't know what's going to happen, sure, you are fearful. Um, But I think if you have an idea as to what the outcome is and you're prepared for that, then your fear seems to to, to gradually um, turn into courage because in order for you to get to the end of something that you're fearful, you've got to have enough courage to get you through that process. And I think it is a challenge, but, you know, the more information that you have available to you, the more you're able to gather options and the more the better you mm. have these options available to you, the better choices you can make. So that fear doesn't have to be an isolated fear of, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how to handle it. I don't want to get ill. Um, you know, yes. it's, it's actually about saying, okay, I know all these things can happen, but if it does happen, this is my plan A. And if that happens, then I've got a plan B. And if that happens, then I've also got a plan C. And then you're not so fearful anymore. You're right. That's it. Um, and I think and, that's what and, you guys do. You give that information and that support so that people can move past that. That's the thing, you know, and, and that's why I say it's so important that this project is able to give 
those options to people because then you're not left with, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And that's what creates fear when you don't have answers. When you have answers and solutions, the fear becomes, as I said, your courage. And then you say to yourself, okay, I'm, I can do this today. Right. And, you know, you don't always have to do it on your own. Um, and that's what the project is here for, you know, mm. because sometimes you can't. And you do need that extra bit of support, even if it's just an SMS or a phone call to say, listen, I know today you're going in for something. You know, today there's one of our um, referrals that her little daughter, I think she's maybe three or four months old, mm. um, is going to be tested to see if she's inherited the genes from a mother okay. um, that had melanoma. And that's, that's, a, that's a huge fearful thing for that mother to have to go through today. But... You know, she said yesterday something that was so powerful, and she said there will be no cancer cells mm. in Jesus' name. You know, and and it shows you that people are not fearful; they're more in trusting in, yeah. in the good. And and I think and that's, that's so right because it's taught us that we're not in control. COVID nineteen cancer for all the people that have gone through it with their families or for their own lives has taught us that we're not in control. We've got to have faith. We've got to believe, and we've got to have support around us, which I think is great that you guys have been doing. So uh, we're really going to pray for that mom today. Um, of course, uh, we hope that everything goes perfectly for her little girl. Um, so, yeah. And then there was also, sorry, you yes. know, there was also that lady in um, PE who was um, diagnosed with cancer. And she came up to, it's a, quite a famous article. It's been going around on social media. Mm. And um, she actually came to Morningside to have an operation. She had some tumors that needed to be removed. And um, when she came here to have the operation. Unfortunately, she, she got COVID mm. um, and um, she was challenged with having to do the operation and cancer and COVID at the same time. And two weeks later, she came out as strong as, strong as ever. And she said, you know, um, she, she, she's going to kick cancer's butt and she's going to kick COVID's butt <laughs> at the same time. You know, and, and that's really the attitude that, that you've got to have. Mm. You know, you can't be fearful. You've got to say, you know, I can get through this. And there's so many amazing, amazing superheroes out there that are, that have been able to show that you can get through this. You just need to have the right mindset. That's it. And you guys keep bringing us inspirational stories all the time. And the reason I ask you about fear is because I hope that people will get the message out there that we can't be scared. Yeah. We've got to live whilst we're alive and take your example and go out there and do and help and conquer our fear through giving that which we want for ourselves. John, anything you want to say about this? Yula, you've got to surround yourself with the right people. You've got to not play the victim. I was talking to an elderly gentleman the other day who lives um, outside of, of the Kauteng area, and he's stuck at home. Um, his wife is ill. He can't, he can't go and see her. Um, he's alone. His business is, um, has stopped because he's in the... He's in the uh, hotel business, so he's not allowed to have guests and things mm. like that. And his mindset is not in the right place. And he has a blame mentality. So when you're in a situation mm -hmm. where you blame everybody else for your circumstances, you're going to find it extremely difficult to get out of that. So you have to take stock of your life and you have to look at yourself and you need to say that the minute I start taking for my actions and what I think about, then I can start to slowly heal myself. And that's the key here. Because it doesn't actually matter what other people think of you. Their opinions don't pay your bills. It's really about how you how you approach life going forward. So we all have to get out of this, I feel terrible, I'm in the lockdown, I can't run my business, it's the government's fault, it's that person's fault, it's religion, it's mm. whatever, it's my friend's fault. It doesn't matter anymore. It's what goes on inside of you. You know, the door to happiness swings from the inside out. So if you if you're able to calm your emotions and as Evie is quite rightly put it, run towards your fear, your fear almost it diminishes. It, 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 that mountain is not there anymore. 
You know, to move the mountain, you've got to start with moving little stones. And I think the minute everybody starts to realize that we are still a community, hopefully we'll come out of this closer. Hopefully there'll be a lot more respect. Hopefully we'll realize that all the things that we took for granted before COVID, um, we don't have that anymore. You know, social distancing. You know, are we we ever going to be able to to hug our friends and give them a kiss on the cheek twice as we Greeks do. You know, all those things that we just accepted yeah. as part of our day-to-day might never happen again. Or, 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 and if it does, it'll take a very long time for that. So if everybody just, mm. as Mother Teresa always said, if everybody just cleans their own doorstep, the world will be clean. And it's the same thing for our mentality. If we can just start to take mm. out all those negative influences and start to, to focus on gratitude and the things that we have, not the things that we don't have and realize that at the end of the day, it's about us as individuals. And if each person fixes themselves, everything will be fine, but it's not the easy, you know, it's I, not easy. It's not, it's not easy, but always what stands out for me, John, is how you bring the legal world and the world of love together. You really do bring that in so nicely and it's, it's rare. So I really must thank you for that. It's so true. You bring in uh, ideas and business and then the world of Mother Teresa. So I think that's something it is. It really is something that's awesome. And we all need to do that because that's who we are. We are whole. We've got all of that inside Absolutely. us. So it's so Absolutely. wonderful. Thank you for, for, for bringing Pleasure. up all of those, um, all of those concepts together. I do want to ask about people that have been saying, why has the world reacted? Maybe people that have uh, had cancer are now asking, why has the world reacted so harshly to COVID and not to cancer? It's something that I've been asking myself. I mean, we've had this issue with cancer and we see the numbers increasing every year. Isn't it something yeah. that we also need to lock down about? Maybe not lock down as in our country, but lock down in terms of we are locking and focusing on cancer and going to do something about it. Are people wondering about that in the world of cancer? Because I was. I think if I can just jump in, you know sorry, if, just, if, if I can yes. just say quickly, I think there's been a fantastic marketing effort behind COVID-19. Whether people believe that it's real or not is beside the point. And that's the difference. People, if, you, if you're told, if you stand in front of somebody and they breathe on you, you will get the disease, it has a much more of an impact than saying, well, you may get cancer passed down through your genes. And I think that's the difference mm. here. It's only once you get the disease that you actually realize it. And that's what mm. that's the great work that Evie's doing, is it's telling everybody, you don't have to get the disease, but if you do, this is what you need to achieve. And if you don't get the disease, often enough, it's because you've been educated and the awareness has been created. With COVID-19, mm. we don't really know. We don't have enough clinical trials. We don't have a vaccine. We don't actually know how many people have been affected by the disease in South Africa. Because everybody's saying, well, the numbers that are coming out are not actually entirely accurate or correct. So I think that's that's the difference here. But you, really, you're 100% right. If we could get people to focus on, on cancer as they have on COVID-19, I think there'd be a lot more healthy people out there. And we need to. We, this, this to me has been an alarm that we need to. People are dying from this all the time and they're being affected. Even when they're living, they've been affected badly by yeah. it. So our world needs to now start to shift its focus on, on health generally, not only on COVID-19. That's just my take. Uh, Evie, what do you think? Um, you know, I think it's, it is very true. I think um, a lot of people have thought about, you know, I wish people would put so much emphasis on on cancer and treatment and facilities like they have perhaps on COVID. Um, And I think the sad part about the cancer side of it is that, you know, a lot of the time it affects um, 
every age, especially children, whereas COVID hasn't really affected as much youngsters, um, you know, as what cancer has. And I think that's that's the part where we need to educate and, and grow from, because every day you see numbers and numbers of children that are being diagnosed with cancers, all different types of, of blood cancers, sure. brain cancers, you know, and it's and it's alarming. I mean, I remember when we first chatted about it, you know, when um, Cupcakes of Hope, you know, is that, that Durban-based um, um, institution that deals only with kids' cancers. And I mean, they had said to us that in the beginning of this year, they received like 90 new kid referral cancer patients in a month you know and if you look at those figures and and you know we obviously don't have the the proper numbers um, Mm. in terms of how many kids are are affected you know but those are also alarming numbers because it's 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 difficult to to be challenged with 90 new um you know kid referral cancer patients absolutely and it just goes to show that you know it's 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 a it's a big thing in itself and we need to make it more aware and we need to try and, and find ways to help institutions to be able to provide the services that they need to for people that are being diagnosed on a daily basis. Mm. And especially now, um, I can tell you, Yula, the amount of stress that people have been put under for the last two months during COVID, mm. that stress, if they haven't dealt with it properly, is going to eventually create um, an unpleasant in, in someone's system because if you you know your body can only take stress on a one two three day basis mm-hmm. but when you put your, your your body under continuous high volume stress day in day out for 30 40 50 60 days it's going to take an effect somehow on your mm. system. And we've been living with stress every for, for years, actually. If you look at it, people are stressed on a daily basis. Now you add the yeah. COVID lockdown and the fear of this disease sure. and the stress hormones, as you say. I mean, and I've spoken to a doctor on air and they've all said that when you have these stress hormones, yeah. your body's going to react and you could get sick one way or the other. So... That's it. absolutely That's it. right what you're saying. And we need to look at it and maybe a call out there to media to really focus on cancers because the way they're focused on COVID-19, exactly like John says, it's been a marketing campaign yeah. and we've created awareness yeah. and everybody knows about it and the symptoms and what to do. So we need to look at that and maybe the World Health Organization needs to really prioritize and we need to start putting cancer as a huge priority because they, I think it's the top reason for people dying in the world. It is, it is. And, you know, the numbers grow more and more every month and every year they, they grow bigger. And, and it's all related to stress. You know, it's, it's, the, it's your diet. Um, like Elenia um, Kay said last week, you know, your diet and, how, and your diet's affected by your stress. If you're not eating well, it's because you're stressed. If you're stressed, you forget to eat. Or if you are stressed, you're not eating the proper food. So... Mm-hmm. All of it is related to that. And I think a huge emphasis is on how people are going to deal with the stress that they've had to be put under for the last two months over and above their normal daily stress life. Okay. And they have to find ways to relieve that because, as you said, eventually it will make you sick one way or another. Well, health has to be a priority. That's what we've all realized with this COVID-19. Without our health, exactly yeah. like we've always said as Greeks, is that without your health, you have nothing. Can people tune into Elenia's talk? Have you recorded it somewhere? Is there somewhere where they can go and hear it? Um, um, I am I am going to record from okay. tomorrow so that it is available um, either as a podcast if you want to uh, you know convert it into a podcast to put it on the radio, 
um, because the information that that we share on that is 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 quite informative, and I think a lot of people that missed it might need to re-listen to it. And and she gave um, an amazing set of recipes for smoothies because we said one of the topics last week was you know how do you get your energy levels ready when you're about to go for cancer treatment because you know when you are going through chemo mm -hmm. and treatment your hunger and your your appetite's not the okay. same. And she gave out some amazing smoothie recipes, some that were for pro athletes that are, you know, training and need that high energy, other smoothies that don't have as much sugar if you're if you're diabetic mm. and going through cancer or chemo. Um, so maybe so we can do a podcast that. and invite her on and she can give us those uh, smoothies again, those recipes, and we can uh, make a yes. podcast so people can hear those recipes. Yes, I think that'll be a great idea, you know, just to, you know, give someone a change of variety in terms of what their diet is. And also if they are battling, you know, and they don't have strength, because when you are going through chemo, it, um, it does take your energy levels down to zero afterwards, you know, and you do need that bit of a boost. And most people aren't sure what to sort of feed their, their system with after that. So she does really have very informative um, meals and planning. Okay. So that's definitely something. And, and imagine if people that didn't have cancer could also have those smoothies. It would really help their immune yeah, systems. Yeah. And again, that's something that's come up a lot is our immune system and how we need to protect yeah. it. Um, so that'll be great if you guys do record and we can be um, advertising those podcasts or, uh, you know, the Zoom meetings so people can be more informed exactly like what we're saying. What uh, What is next yeah. for you guys in this lockdown level three? John, what have you guys planned? Well, we've got a new partner on board and um, he runs a guest house in Mpumalanga, but he also is a fantastic up and coming artist. And he's donated a painting to the project. So we're going to be auctioning this painting. A uh, portion of the proceeds obviously come to the project. A portion will go back to the artist. So we're trying to find new in innovative ways to make money for the project under lockdown, Eula. Um, it can become okay. a little bit challenging, obviously, because um, you know we can't go out there and have our wonderful events and uh, luxury yes. breakfasts and uh, have guest speakers and stuff like that. So our focus now is on creating a lot of awareness through um, podcasts with the Greek radio station, obviously, um, with our mm. with our Zoom experiences, and then every now and again we're going to come up with new and innovative ideas to to raise funding. Because ultimately, at the end Fantastic. of the day, the project the project is about helping people. But without money, you know, they, we 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 are we are hamstrung. So we we're coming up with great ideas. Ideas man's working twenty four hours a day, seven days a week <laughs> to come up with 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 these uh, <laughs> with these new ideas and to to obviously bring bring some money back into the kitty that helps us a lot. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be doing these podcasts now. So we're going to be helping people uh, be aware of what these ideas are and how they can contribute. And yes, times are tight financially, but where there's a will, there's a way. We've always seen that with your project and with many I've seen around me. So let's continue to do that. Well done. You guys have been continuing throughout. I've been seeing the messages and uh, I must say it's very inspiring. Philotimo, the Greek word, and of course, your energy behind it. Evie, John, you guys keep doing your amazing work. Any messages before we wrap up, Evie, from you? Um, Yula, I'd like to say um, thank you to all our partners and our institutions. Um, they play a huge part of, of, of the project going forward. And as John said, you know, um, and as we all know, money is tight. But our partners are extremely generous and they live Philotimo with us. You know, and one of the things that they're doing is whatever product they are able to market for their own business, they are always including Philotimo in it and, and, and saying that proceeds of that product will come to the project, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's not all about just, you know, funding from, the, from partners directly. It's about the partner saying, 
you know, we have a product that we're going to launch, but we're going to give proceeds to the project. And that's amazing to see because I don't think you see that often in today's, no. you know, today's day-to-day living. And, and, and that for me brings me such huge um, happiness. Absolutely. So from my side, I'd, 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 I'd want to definitely thank every single person that's involved in the project. Um, and, and, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to, to create the awareness and get our voice out there. And, and, you know, to all the listeners, we always hear, please phone us, whatever it is, we're able to help. Um, we're here to give you advice. We're here to hold your hand. We help, we're here to guide you through anything that you might be faced with or challenged with. We're just a phone call away. So don't be scared. You know, you can email, you can WhatsApp. Let's give those here. details, Evie. Let's give your uh, details for people to contact you. So you can send me messages or you can phone me on um, my cell, which is 76 719-8358 and if you'd like to send an email my email is evi at filotimo.org o-r-g dot z-a-z-a and yeah please you know anything that they want to ask any questions we've got all these institutions available to outsource queries to we're here thank you we're here to help thank you Evie you are inspiring to all of us and at these times that's what we need we need to come together uh, we've seen people coming together in so many different spheres and uh, you guys really at the forefront of that. John, any thoughts from you before we wrap up? Yeah, just a special th- uh, shout out to uh, Christina Melotis of All Almighty. She's been a phenomenal partner and always supporting us. And Christina's um, had manufactured some beautiful masks uh, for the COVID-19 uh, situation. And um, she's giving a good portion of the proceeds to our project. So if anybody's interested in uh, some stunning face masks, that comply with all regulations and things like that. Yeah, Christina from Olamati will definitely be able to assist you. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to be putting this podcast up and we hope that people will be um, supporting her so that you guys can also get the proceeds for your Mahifi Lothimo project. I really want to thank you both for being with us on this podcast this morning and uh, for all your work and inspiration that you've been putting out there for all those people that have needed you. May you grow from strength to strength so that you can help others. Um, That's all we can wish. And I believe that that is exactly what's going to happen. Thank you, Yula. And thanks for Hellenic Radio Station always and for you guys being part of our Philotimo family. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much, Yula. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thank and you. we will catch Keep up warm. with you again soon. <laughs> Bye. Keep warm. Bye. 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 Bye.